0: My love.
1: Five minutes after six a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school. Back to work. We go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. <laughs>
2: Streak the horizon, you take one step in the sunshine and smile. First, chirping above the beauty of nature around you, marvelous oneness around you, it's all very clear. (laughs) Said, my wake up, you're so Look around and see if that eternal way is for us. Can't you see? And though we feel this that special day is all for you. You are it too, it's all for you. My said, my Look and you'll see a world so full of confusion. You know I tend to guide you when you smile. We hope for that day. I believe is our survival. You'll realize, Masech HaHashem Wake up, Yisrael Look around and you see If that's the eternal plan It's for us, can't you see? And though we feel despair That special day is almost here if you want you it's all for you Masech HaHashem I I'll, I'll wake up in snow, and look around and you'll see, this past eternal plan, it's for us, can't you see, and though we feel this day, a special day, is all for you, you are a Jew, it's all for you, I said,
0: Dollar, you אני רוצה היום, But out in a godly way My little human eyes just don't get the picture here I got no reason to fear I got no reason to fear (Sings) oh, he saw, oh, he saw, ah, so he saw, he saw, he Hashem saw his soul, boy, saw a Shifti he saw, shame, call you, man. Haha, No, Shifty shifty bi No wa mahashite Yeah.
3: I'm not Soon he'll
0: I'm
1: JM in the AM, Monday morning broadcast, and I thank all of you for tuning in. It is uh, the 17th of June, the 14th of Sivan, Achenu, from Le'Vanef, as you heard, Rai Che with Adon Alum. Acha Shwarti, with Shimon Kramer, Mordechai Shapiro, Hakomi Shamayim, and Moda. Remember, uh, Mordechai Shapiro is expected in studio tomorrow here at JM in the AM. The brand-new album is called Hakomi Shamayim. Uh, uh, Mayor Sherman, our Monday morning theme song, Masecha Hashem, and from Regesh, Modani, opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday, as I said, on the 17th of June, the 14th of Sivan. Hope Father's Day was great for all the dads out there. Those of you who are studying Dafyomi, today is the final day of Masechas Bechoros on the one-page-per-day Talmud study, and uh, we begin, or I should say those who study Dafyomi begin Masechas Erechim. Tomorrow, we wish everybody a Mazel Tov in the Sium of Maseches Bhoros today. 71 degrees outside with 85% humidity. Winds in northeast, 2 miles an hour. Afternoon showers with a high of 76. And tonight, thunderstorms and a low of 68. Rain tomorrow, high Tuesday, 74 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 78. We're at 71 here in New York City, as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Welcome to this uh, Monday morning, everybody. As we... Um, As we get set to um, take you all the way until 9 o'clock, and then Mayor Weingarten will take over between 9 and 10 with the Israel Show. 10 o'clock for Yoni Pollock, and after further review, plenty of sports news. And at 11 a.m., Jake Novak with Novak Now. Lots to say about what's happening in this amazing world of ours. So get set for a full Monday lineup right here. At the Malcolm Siegel Network. Mordecai Shapiro tomorrow. He's uh, scheduled to be in studio. And uh, we'll get into an even further conversation about the brand new album. What's happening with with him and all the wonderful things going on in his career. So we'll do that tomorrow morning in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. And... um, and i remind everybody that uh, we are in the midst of our spring fundraiser if you have not yet contributed and become part of our uh, 2019 fundraiser please support our amazing work here at the Nahum Siegel network by giving to the foundation for jewish broadcasting fjbunity.org fjbunity.org and we thank you feel free to comment on the nsn app go to the nsn nahum siegel network app for android an iPhone and comment away. And I just uh, there there's a segment, a relatively large segment of this audience that was completely um completely thrown unfortunately in a in a bad way by the uh, news yesterday of the passing of Aaron Terschwell. Um The funeral took place earlier today in Efrat. He was, uh, for us, somebody we came across in the world of uh, Jewish leadership many, 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 many times. We knew each other a long, long time. In fact, we met the last time we were in Jerusalem, we met. And um, it is just hard to believe that he was taken so suddenly, and uh, this news is reverberating throughout the Jewish world, especially in the world of uh, Jewish causes where he had tremendous influence, whether it be NCSY or the One Israel Fund and so many others. So to the Tershwell family, and it is a quite a prominent extended family, to the Tershwell family we say, uh, we, we, we send our condolences and the good wishes at this very difficult time. And we know that you know, but I'll reiterate that uh, that Aaron was a, in addition to being a wonderful person, was a uh, very influential and caring leader in the Jewish world. And that is a wonderful way to be remembered. Monday morning broadcast at JM and the AM at 22 minutes before 7 o'clock as uh, we continue on this uh, Monday broadcast. Again, a reminder, tomorrow for Mordechai Shapiro, later today, both uh, Mark Zamek and Yigal Siegel are going to join us. They have a really wonderful, humbling announcement, at least humbling for me, uh, to make to this audience, which will be uh, coming up uh, later in this show. And Cantor Joel Kaplan is going to join us. Uh, The Cantor Kaplan is uh, one of the people involved in tomorrow night's uh, Beth Shalom concert on Long Island. We'll talk about that and plenty more if you keep it right here on a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. (laughs)
4: Kane and ask you. A and ask and and Come over I'll fall over now you come down I'll come down Eleven, the 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 eleven, Him a in a follow a come new line follow Wow. In Nacht okay I Nacht nun I
2: Allah has all
5: it, all day, I love May all that, al-fean May all al
2: En a night, no must in the holes before. I no Okay, will say. In a the
5: it Because of you, because of you, I believe. Through that fire, through those flames. See us now, I'm covering
1: J.M. in the A.M. with the Schleimi Gertner. Hallelu is the name of that one. Before that, Ellie Schwebel and Abister. Lipa had Lecha Diaspora with Eina Nachnu. And Aryeh Künstler, Eilev from the album entitled From the Depths here at J.M. in the A.M. It's a Monday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world in the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. You feel... Uh, you're in the mood to comment on the app. Go ahead and do so. You can be the first one to do so today. Go to the NSN Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. My thanks to Matis and a happy Father's Day to him and all the dads out there. Thank you, Matis, for doing the Father's Day edition of JM Sunday yesterday. Much appreciated. And to all the people responsible for our weekend programming, including Avrami with Saturday Night Segal. Uh, I say thank you very much. Now it's, we're here on a Monday morning with a very, very action-packed full schedule. I hope you'll have an opportunity to keep it here on NSN all through the day. You will be glad you did. Simple as that. In the background, there's Gale Tsal. Sal news is coming up here at uh, JM in the AM. 71 degrees with afternoon showers and a high of 76. Thunderstorms tonight, low 68. Rain for tomorrow. Galay Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. Newscast for
6: a Monday is next. We say Tov from JMN. <laughs> חובת כל שוחרי טובתה ועתידה של מדינת ישראל לכבד את חוקי המדינה ואת סמכויות הרשויות שלה. חובה זו נמדדת גם במילים שבוחרים נבחרי הציבור, מילים שראוי שיבחרו בקובד ראש ובקפידה ובמחשבה תחילה. ומיד בסיום דברי הנשיא, נעם ראש הממשלה והבהיר, אני לא שוכח לרגע את חשיבות בית המשפט. אני שותף
7: לדריעתך, אדוני הנשיא, על
6: המרכזיות,
7: החשיבות של בית המשפט בחיינו הלאומיים, הדמוקרטיה שלנו, וכמובן שפסיקות בית המשפט מחייבות את כולנו. וגם צריך להבין שהאיזון בין הרשויות זה היסוד של הדמוקרטיה המודרנית.
6: מדבריים של הנשיא ריבלין וראש הממשלה נתניהו בטקס הממלכתי לנשיאי וראש הממשלה שלחו לעולמם, אבי כתבנו מאיר מרציאנו. בתוך כך, הפרקליטות דורשת מבית המשפט את תיקון גזר דין בעניינה של סר נתניהו בתיק המאונות כתב תנו מוריה אסופ אם ניתן גזר דין אתמול בבית המשפט אמר השופט אביטל חן כי מרבית הארוחות שוזמנו על ידי אגברת נתניהו שימשו את רוחם ראש רושםהם רשמי ולא
0: הוזמנו עבור צרכים פרטיים של משפחת נתניהו הפרקליטות דורשת היום בבית המשפט את תיקון גזר הדין, כוונ של תענתה כתב האישום מתייחס רק לארוחות פרטיות וכללו ליירוחים רשמיים או מדיניים
6: לאחר שהודיעה לנסיגה נוספת מהסכם הגרעין, איראן מאיימת על מדינות אירופה ואומרת שלא נותר זמן רב להציל את הסכם הגרעין. כתבת חדשות החוץ נועה מועלם.
0: בפגישה עם שגריר צרפת בתאיראן אמר היום נשיא איראן רוחני שהזמן להצלת הסכם הגרעין הולך ופוחט ושקריסת ההסכם תשפיע לרעה, על ועל העולם כולו. ורב מגיעים על רקע הצרת סוכנות האטום של איראן הבוקר שהודיע כי תגדיל תוך ימים את מאגר האורניום המואשר שלה מעבר למה שהוסכם בהסכם הגרעין
6: וראש הממשלה נתניהו הגיב על דברי רוחני והצעיר איראן לא תשיג לעולם נשק גרעיני
7: היום אימה איראן להשאיר אורניום לרמות גבוהות מעבר למותר בהסכם הגרעין זה לא מפתיע אותנו כי כשהבנו את ארכיון הגרעין הסודי לישראל גילינו עד כמה איראן הפרה את הבטחתה בין
6: הבינלאומית. ההבטחה שלה לדווח דיווח אמת על תוכנית הגרעין שלה. המדינה הלבגץ מבקשים לדחות בכמה חודשים את תשובתנו, מדוע איננו מפנים את המאחז הבדואי הבלתי חוקי חנאל אחמר. כתבנו יאיר אורוויאטו שהביא את הדברים לראשונה מעד כן, שבתשובתה לבית המשפט טענה הפרקליטות, כי בעקבות הבחירות ובהמלצת הדרג המדיני, יש לדחות את הנימוקים לאי פינוי המאחז. ידי אברהם בנימין מתנועת רגבים שאתרא לבגץ
8: ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו עמד עלה במעל לפני שבעה חודשים וייציר לפני המצלמות ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו עמד עלה במעל לפני 7 חודשים וייציר לפני המצלמות שחנה לאחמר יפונה בקרוב מאוד בתוך מספר שבועות המדינה העמדינה את הזמן כבר למעלה מ10 שנים למעלה מ6 תירות שמתנהלות בבגץ בפעם אחר פעם המדינה דוחה את תאריך הפינוי של לוי התחייבה. כי בעקבות
6: הבחירות ובהמלצת הדרג המדיני, יש לדחות את הנימוקים לאי פינוי המאחז. הנה אברהם בנימין מתנועת רגבים שעטרה לבגץ.
8: ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו עמד על הבמה לפני שבעה חודשים והציר לפני המצלמות 10 שנים, למעלה מ-6 עתירות שמתנהלות בבגץ, ופעם אחר פעם המדינה דוחה את תא� אין שום סיבה לחכות עד לאחר הבחירות, מדובר פה לא רק בתיק של בנייה לא חוקית, אלא גם בחלק, בסמל של מאבק.
6: הזמרת מרגלית צנני היידה היום לראשונה בפרשת הנחת המתעניים שבמסגרתה הוא אשמו אבנר הררי ואבישי בן דוד. כתבתנו ליאס פילקין שמע את רודה, אורח דינו של בן דוד, בסיום הדיון בבית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב.
0: משטרת ישראל התייחסה לזמר את מרגה ליצנעני כנאשמת רק בגלל שסרבה למסור את שמות הנאשמים כאלה שנטמינו
6: למטען ברכבה. הכתב הישום נשוגה לפני כשנתיים נטען שהשניים ניסו להרתיע את הזמרת לאחר שסרבה להשמיע ברדיו שיר שערה ריוצים. מזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שאורך רואי ולד we
7: Let's <laughs>
0: Shamot Kedoshot, قدوشوت شم Lifnei مخبروت Yardula املخا قدوش یاردول العالم steineshamot kedoshot sham ba shamay mekhubarot lifnei alecha kadosh ya dole olam zomi zoni fradot mekhakot had Amén. Shamot kedoshot קדושות Magia Yomar, who Akela Shay Zavah, Yeshua, veNechama Yeshua, veNechama Yeshua, Come on.
1: JM in the AM with Avramel. that's Avram Fried, and Kapara from the uh, album entitled Bring the House Down. Neshama Achat, that's Avi Peretz, Yonatan Razel with Hatov, and Ve'ezkel and Nagain, brand new from Ohad, to open up the hour here at JM in the AM. Monday morning, Mazal Tov to those completing Maseches B'choros in the study of Dafyomi, one page per day in Talmud study. Afternoon showers, a high of 76 here in New York. As we open up a brand new week here at JM and the A.M. Mazal tov to all the graduates. Lots of graduations going on. I know the college grads have already had their ceremonies, at least most of them. But the high schools now and the elementary schools this week in our community are having their uh, big celebrations. We say Mazal tov to all the graduates if you'd like to donate and dedicate a portion of JM and the AM to a grad or a dad or anybody in your life, go to uh, fjbunity.org. You'll see sponsorship opportunities at the top of the page. Again, that's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. More coming up. It is, in fact, a Monday morning broadcast at JM and the AM with a reminder that tomorrow— Mordechai Shapiro is in studio tomorrow. Mordechai Shapiro is in studio here at JM in the AM. Talk about the brand new album and plenty more. So make sure to be tuned in again. Mordechai Shapiro tomorrow, right here at JM in the AM live in studio. Do the whole thing on Facebook Live, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Again, get ready. A big, big appearance. A new music alert Tuesday tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, right here at JM in the AM. Here's Barry Weber at JM in the AM. <coughs>
0: Va ya yi, va ya yi, kushurumale, beita se frasheam. Va ya yi, va ya yi, kushurumale, beita se frasheam. Kullanu ya khat, khat shfde Israael. Achtud be'am Israael. Ba kudah khat, khat Israel. C'est vrai cheam, va y se vrâcheam, kula nu israel, we'll a um. israël.
1: AM in the A.M., Barry Weber, Monday morning broadcast. My thanks both to Avrami and Matis for taking care of the uh, weekend programming here at the Nahum Siegel Network, including Saturday night Siegel and J.M. Sunday on Father's Day. A big thank you to both of them for doing that on a regular basis. It's much appreciated. My thanks to all of you for tuning in and being part of this radio experience. Don't forget you can comment on the app. Go to the NSN Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Gives you an opportunity to let us know what you want to hear. Let us know where you are, where you're tuned in, et cetera, et cetera. And um, it would be wonderful if you would interact with us through that method. So go again to the NSN Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words are of Zebneb of Alevi and L'Zechinishmas Esther Baserb of Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser. Well, we'll need a second here before everybody Goldwasser is ready. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning.
9: It says, and the cloud moved past the tent, and behold, Miriam was white like snow with leprosy the Talmud of the Shabbos tells us that not only did Miriam become affected with leprosy, but also Aaron Akoyen, her brother, became affected as well. We know that everything that happens in this world is mida k'neged mida, one measure for another. There is nothing that happens just by chance or happenstance. Why is it that specifically Miriam was afflicted with a leprosy. We learn that Miriam and Aaron, they were both worried that perhaps Moshe Rabbeinu would act in a way that was considered to be haughtiness or gaiva. They said, why does our brother have to take these things so far? Is Moshe Rabbeinu the only one, the only one that has that Kesher with Hashem? They spoke to each other and said no. Hashem speaks to everyone. Hashem speaks to us as well. We also have that kesher. However, we were not the ones that would consider divorce. The Talmud in Erechan says that the truth is, the punishment of tzaras or leprosy is definitely an outcome of a person's gaiva or being haughty. Aaron and Miriam both thought that Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that because of his actions deserved to have tzaraz because they thought that he acted in a way that showed arrogance. Because of that, there was a mida keneged mida. Both Aaron and Miriam got the same illness that they thought that Moshe Rabbeinu deserved. The Shimshon teaches us these lessons and helps us to understand that each and every person should realize that when we judge others, we have to be very careful. We can't jump to conclusions. We have to be able to judge the entire person and to know where they're coming from, what they're thinking, and what their true intentions are. The second is that the world works mida mida. If we can look into our own actions, if we can introspect and understand our own lives, we will then be better positioned to be mesakin, to rectify, and to develop our own spirituality. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
1: J.M. in the A.M., my thanks, Rabbi Goldwasser. Morning Chizik every Monday, actually every Sunday. Uh, through Thursday at 7.30 in the morning here at the Nachum Siegel Network, because our regular wants is part of our JM Sunday presentation with Matis each week as well. And I thank him very, very much. It's a Monday morning broadcast here at JMNAM. We have uh, special guests with us, people who are um, essential to the Nachum Siegel Network on a regular basis and who this morning are going to discuss something that uh, is extremely meaningful to me, And a very humbling topic, frankly. First, uh, let me introduce Rabbi Egal Siegel. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning to you, sir. Booker Tov. Known as the chief of staff of the Nahum Siegel Network for a long, long, long time. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. I'm glad to see you've you've survived all this time. (laughs) And a special good morning to Mark Zamek, who has uh, multiple titles here at the network, to say the least, and has also been uh, at my side, practically. Uh, since the very beginning of all this, in the mid nineteen eighties, believe it or not, Mark Zamek, welcome to JM in the AM.
10: It's cool how I've been able to do this since before I was born. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if uh, we did the if we did the math. I don't know if we'd conclude that it was before you were born. But I'll let yeah, you. Yeah, okay.
10: I'll, that's, I'll, I'll, well, I'll, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
1: I'll <laughs> let it pass this morning. That's for sure. Uh, so, gentlemen, I um, first of all, I'm honored, and people will understand in a minute why. Um, uh, that you're with us this morning. There's a, uh, um, what would we call it, an important message, a significant message, a... uh,
11: An important announcement.
1: Important announcement. And I assume that that's something that you're going to take care of now? Yes, I will uh, begin just to
11: um, make the listeners aware that uh, in September of 2019, you will be celebrating your 36th anniversary on the air. Wow. Which is, uh, again, hard to imagine (laughs) since... We're right, not, we're not 36 yet, but anyway, um,
10: <laughs> and who's been doing anything for 36 years? Yeah, that's true.
1: That's a long, 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 long time. <laughs> so the truth is, some of us have been
11: thinking, you know, for a while. What can we do uh, to mark this uh, auspicious occasion
1: of? Is this where about? I get the watch? Is this where I get the? <laughs> Is there? I like get the engraved, inscribed
10: gold watch. I know
1: Mark was supposed to take care of that. I'm not sure if that uh, that's done
10: yet. Uh, it was an Apple Watch. He couldn't figure out how to use it. We tabled the whole
11: thing. He said, "Why is there no screen? There's nothing here." Actually,
1: actually, Mark's right. A 2019 version of a watch. I probably wouldn't be able to figure out. So. Yeah,
11: eventually. Um,
1: so basically, um,
11: as as the listeners know, um, Nahum, you have been the uh, the pillar of, of for at least in, in in many of our eyes the uh, the man who represents Jewish unity to, to many many people um, you have uh, done your utmost to be inclusive of all facets of Judaism to educate the Jewish uh, community the the listening community and it's something that uh, I know you take great pride in and uh so along those lines, we came up with a concept which we think is, is very apropos and is something to, to show our recognition and our thanks to you for, for being dedicated to the Jewish community for so long, and that is um, we have decided to begin a Sefer Torah, to write a Sefer Torah Torah scroll in your honor. Um, the Torah scroll, officially the, uh, the Torah is going to be called the Torah of Unity, in fact, there's a website which people can uh, look at, please. It's uh, TorahOfUnity.org, Torah with an H, of Unity.org, which is up already. And there you'll find you know, some nice nostalgia about Nahum. In fact, I, I recommend very highly, uh, for those of you who want to hear <laughs> Nahum Siegel in his glory uh, 36 years ago, <laughs> you can uh, go to the website and uh, click on the video that's on the home page, and uh, it has a, a, an interesting broadcast that uh, the, uh, the archive was found uh, several years ago, and now it's being shared with the public.
1: Uh, but um, Great story behind that archive, but okay, go ahead.
11: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the, uh, the idea of the Torah, first of all, as, as so many of us know what the Torah scroll represents to us, to all Jews, and it's something that all Jews feel a connection to, and we felt that that was something which was kind of a, a unifier, that the Torah is a unifier of all types of Jews, and that represents what you are to the Jewish community and what you've done for the Jewish community over these 36 years. So the Torah project is now um, being started. Um, the sofer, the scribe who will be writing the Torah, lives in Israel and will be writing it in Israel. And uh, we're very excited to uh, to uh, launch this project today and to honor you with this uh, with this Torah scroll.
1: No, well, I, like I said, I, I obviously with some knowledge about this in advance, I am humbled by the uh, by the entire notion of it. It's uh, as you indicated, there's no greater unifying element in our tradition than the Torah or a Torah in this case. Um I would qualify what you said by saying when possible, when possible I try to unify everybody. As you know in the Jewish world, it's not always as simple as uh as um you know, making an effort and getting a response to it, but we try, we try. It's it's not it's not easy, obviously. And we know about the uh uh the different situations that our community has, but when possible we try as hard as we can to keep everybody as uh, friendly and as unified as possible. And uh what can I say? I am I I I am looking forward to this project for a couple of reasons. Uh you just described why you yourself and others might be looking forward to it. Uh, again, because of the tribute that I appreciate very much. I'm looking forward to it because I think it's an amazing opportunity to really highlight what goes on here every single morning for a very, very, very long time. And in addition to uh, educate people and discuss with them the importance of the Safer Torah throughout this entire process. So I thank you very, very much. And Mark Zamek, I thank you as well.
10: Hey, it's my pleasure. Obviously, always to be involved in these kind of great things. It's also interesting, you know, we talk about trying to unify the Jewish people and what you've done. You're right. It's impossible to unify everybody. Um again, you know, we are who we are. I I do think that um that I I hate to use, to 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 frame it in the negative, but I can't I can't describe the number of conversations you and I and others have had. About well, how come we didn't do this on the air? How come we didn't do this on the air? We should have done this. And the answer was, you know what? If all it's going to do is upset one group of people, even if it's going to make one group of people happy, we have to think twice about doing it. So I think sometimes we have to focus on the fact that we're not unifying the people, you know, because that I think (laughs) in some level is just as hard as actually unifying the people.
1: Very good point. I like that. (laughs) Not only do we try to unify, we try hard to not ununify. unify Exactly.
10: (laughs) Which again, is just as hard. I I mean, I've had people come over to me uh, in the past few weeks to ask, well, why we did this? Why why did we do that? Maybe we should, you know, at the end of the day, we think about how do we reach the broadest number of people? And I think that's been the message. You know, from the beginning, we've talked about it on the air, you know, you and I sitting in the cafeteria and arguing over Ira Festel, over Larry King. So the whole notion (laughs) and Ira Festel won. I don't care what what you said. I know you were uh, big of Larry King, but uh, Mm. but 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 for so long, this has been, you know, so important. You had said once on the air and it struck me. I remember a number of years ago, and maybe you was you were being interviewed by somebody else for something. Maybe it was Miriam or Mayor Furtig or somebody was interviewing you about your process and what you do. And, you know, and I don't, I, I want to paraphrase to say that your general activity at 9 a.m. every morning is to beat yourself up about all the stuff you didn't do as well as you could have mm-hmm. on the air.
1: Or things that went wrong, or things I right. left out, or things yeah. I shouldn't have said. Right. (laughs) You know, daily, daily tradition,
10: daily tradition. And part of it is, and I know you don't go back and it would be impossible for you to go back every day to to listen to the show. I'm sure a good part of it is stuff that happened in your head that actually never came out on the air. (laughs) But, you know, because I've definitely done that. But even the conversations that we've had, you know, we just pulled off what I would consider maybe our biggest single production to date a couple weeks ago um, at the parade. And if you haven't seen it, the listeners should totally go back and and see what, you know, what we were able to do with three cameras and, and six microphones and the whole, you know, whatever. But, you know, we spent three hours on the phone the day after the parade trying to figure out how to make it better and how do we reach more people. And the idea of the kosher halftime show were just the newest things about how we reach more people. But that's always been the case. From the beginning, whether it's including, you know, Rabbi and Rabbi Uden were there, were on the air at WFMU before you, but yet they came along. And all the people, even though you took over the show and have made it your own, every single, I'm pretty sure every single person who was involved in the program before 1984 continued their involvement until, you know, many of them had decided or <laughs> through, through – um, uh through circumstances other than their own uh you know decided to to, to leave but it, it was always a matter of keeping it together and not breaking what was there and it always expanding and always trying to add new and,
1: and no I'm sorry go ahead no good no no good. and as Mark Zamik and and uh, Yigal Siegel are here I can and I can I can um, uh, reiterate what Mark just said by thanking uh, people like Matas Winegas, because Matas knows about this project, and I, based on your review, he enthusiastically supports it. He was at WFMU before I was, as many people know, and of course, many other staff members who've really been with us from the very, very beginning of all this, uh, which is, believe it or not, 36 years ago. And not to change the complete direction of this conversation, but I have to acknowledge uh, that Ya'acov Herzog is listening, as he just indicated on the app, and he writes, "What a great idea! We will take one parsha, and that is a a testament to the." Look, everyone knows that one of the reasons I'm very, very enthusiastic about this project, in addition to the Jewish education that goes along with it, is I want to see us continue to thrive. I want to see us continue to move forward. The only way to do that is with financial support. We have our regular campaign now. We have the special Torah campaign that's going to take a while to complete, but that's going to be another great source of uh, helping us move forward. So I want to thank him, as usual, uh, the first uh, of anybody in the community to respond, which is no surprise to us. Uh, JM and the AM, uh, Mark Zahmick, Egal Siegel are here. We're talking about the Saver Tower Project, which has been announced and is, is so much appreciated. Uh, where this tower is going to go, we will discuss at some point. Egal, you wanted to say
11: well, that, that one of the things that I wanted to talk about was the that what will be missing from the website right now is exactly where the Torah will be when it's
1: completed. Right, because everyone involved really has not made that a definitive, uh, well, has not reached a definitive conclusion There have
11: been some very, very interesting ideas that have been brought up as to you know where, where we can put this Torah, which would uh, represent where Nahum would want this Torah. And because Nahum is uh, such a man of the people, man of the world in terms of his connection to Israel, his connection to Jewish communities across America, there was one... Interesting idea that the Torah should be used to begin communities. That if someone is out there starting a shul somewhere and he needs a Torah for X amount of time until he can get his own, that this Torah should be the Torah that's used. Which is I think it's very appropriate for for, I mean, we know the story with Leon Goldenberg from many years ago, how you were instrumental in getting a Torah for Eugene Oregon. So we thought that was a very special idea. And of course there are certain people who I've spoken to who are very adamant about the fact that this Torah belongs in Israel. Achenu Yisrael Anachmimachem is what you say every day. So um, that's something that we're going to take some time. And, uh, and talk even, about.
1: With, even within that concept, there was a discussion about the closest, uh, easily accessible place to Har Abayit, which is, of course, right. the Western Wall. That would be an appropriate place. Some said it should go to some type of army unit or base or, again, you know, synagogue, because we know this, the army units have synagogues on their basis um you know and we don't know we this is a discussion that will continue but believe me we're taking this very very seriously But that's
11: the the whole point of the fact that there's a discussion about this is because you're connected to so many different types of places that could house this torah uh whether it's in israel whether it's here in america that uh, that's why it is a discussion and it's something that as we go along with the project which uh you know will be over whatever amount of time it is um will 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 come to a decision at, at a certain point um one thing that I wanted to 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 say in terms of the when you see the website at TorahOfUnity.org, so you'll see that the only opportunities that you have there are to buy letters, uh, each letter will be a thirty-six dollar gift to the project, and um, you can uh, buy uh, uh, multiple letters. It's not you have to buy one. But uh, when Yochi just mentioned he's taking a parsha, so you won't see on the website you won't see the availability of partial or special dedications. And one of the reasons we decided to do that was, again, if this is a Torah of unity, we want everyone to feel that they're on equal footing so that everyone has an opportunity to, for $36 or multiples of $36 to to participate. Of course, there will be, as it indicates on the uh, website, special dedications are available. Thank you, Yochi. And uh, therefore, we will have that available. But again, the idea here is to show your Nahum, your connection to, to really the entire Jewish community on so many different levels, and um, so that was uh, that's one thing. And, and I just want to bring up, if I can, um, one of the aspects of this project, which I think is something that um, you will very much uh, appreciate, which is the educational aspect of the project. Right. Um, one of the ideas that we had, based on, on on other projects that have been done in the past, is that we will um, take pieces of the Torah, which are called yuriyot. Right. And... Um, what we'll, is the
1: word for yuriyot in uh, English? It would be... Uh, uh, um, folio? A folio, right? I think they call yeah, it a so folio. Like that. Yeah. I
11: don't know. But anyway, you could... Um, we'll have a, a sofa or a scribe come to, whether it's a school or a shul or even someone's private home, to do what's called a, sev- a Sefer Torah demonstration. To right. be able to, sh- to write letters or fill in letters um, for... Th- Uh, the children, for the people, whoever are there, to to see it, be able to talk about what goes into making a Sefer Torah, what's it made of, what kind of ink is used, what kind of skin is used, all the aspects of the Torah that we kind of, some of us might know, some of us might know peripherally, some of us might not know at all, but this is an opportunity again, and I think one of the pillars of your program is Jewish education, that you educate the the public on so many different uh, topics within the Jewish realm, that this is something which I personally am very excited about, that we can go across the country, you can go to Canada, wherever, to take these pieces of the Torah and to show people exactly how the Torah is made. Um, anyone who is interested in, in, in hosting that type of uh, program, there is information on the website. There's a there's an email to use. I believe it's info at Torahofunity.org. Um, and I think it's something which is an opportunity that uh, people should take advantage of. It's something which is an educational opportunity. I know that the schools love to have a sofa come and show, uh, you know, how to how to show mezuzahs and, and all these types of things. But a, a piece of a Sefer Torah is something unique, and it's something that we, uh, as part of the project, of the Torah of Unity project, feel it's a very important thing.
10: If I can just a couple things just to throw in. First of all, you know, the, we sort of take it as second nature that, you know, you can the Torah is the unifying figure. I think that some people maybe who are less observant wouldn't necessarily Automatically view it that way, but just logically, if you, if all you do is a Pesach Seder or go to Shul and Yom Kippur, you know that's where it came from, and it really is over the course of the last 3,500 years, been the the thing that unifies the Jewish people, regardless of how far immersed we are in a day to day in a day to day basis of it. I do want to just. If you don't mind, rewind for one second. You know, you've been so devoted to the listeners for so many years, and they've been supportive and, you know, and the mission. I do want to call in just for a second. You mentioned Matis in passing, who's obviously an integral part of the network today. You know, Matis and my and Mayor and Mayor and Robert's involvement, you know, just not to isolate us, but isolating us literally all of us for 36 years, I guess, or maybe the two mayors for a little bit less, um, is, in a, is, is not only our devotion to you, but our devotion to the mission and the mission of unity. And when, I mean, look at any single broadcaster over the course of human history, right, which is, I guess, 100 years, or 100 or so years, who can say... They have the same producer for 36 years. <laughs> when can you say that they have the same, you know, backup host for 36 years? When can you say that, you know, again, and, and please not take anything away from Yigal and Miriam and everybody else who's been involved for, for decades, right? But, you know, just to say that, the, that those of us who have been with you literally for 36 years, that just doesn't happen and um that happens and not and again it happens not only because we you know we're devoted to you but also because we really are devoted to the mission and um it's not easy sometimes to be devoted to jewish unity and um it's not always popular to be devoted to to unity um you know plenty of sleepless nights on a plane to or from paris or venice or or whatever it is um just to bring People together, but I'm sure I said it on the air, uh, even maybe when we were there, but certainly when we came back to think that we did a concert in the Great Synagogue in Paris, right? And for those of you who haven't been to the Great Synagogue, you should take the trip. It's definitely worth it. Then look at the pictures and see how different it was after, um, you know, after uh, David Fadida got done with it. But. there were people, because we, you know, we had IDs around us so we can get around for security, there were people who were asking me where the bathroom was. Okay? So these are French Jews who came to the great synagogue in Paris asking me where the bathroom was. Now, technically, the bathroom was not in the building because there was no plumbing in the building when they built it. But here are Jews who were never in the great synagogue of Paris before and had to ask somebody where the bathroom was. Right. So you, we, as a network, brought people to shul for the first time
5: yeah right
10: and i mean think about that you know with 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 all the troubles that jews just being jewish a little difficulty of being jewish in in europe today unfortunately is to say that these people now you know it was such a little thing and it didn't hit me till a little bit later like what do you mean this is the great synagogue in paris you live in paris you never you don't know where you know don't know where the facilities are it was like just silly to me, Uh, but then I realized they had never been here before, and that's such an amazing thing to think about, you know, that we came thousands of miles to a shul that they live around the corner from they had never been to, and just to make that connection, and, you know, and and even when when Rochelle and I were there for a couple days over the course of the summer this past year, where there were people, oh, yeah, you were here, oh, that was, you know, people were still talking about it years later, what an impact it had on them, and um, I think people don't those of us who live in the Parsha, as we say, those of us who live in the New York, New Jersey area who are exposed to this every single day don't realize the impact it has in small cities and communities. I mean, what, what, what's, the fact that we're no longer tied to um, a, a particular geographic area from a listenership perspective is has really freed everything up to just expand beyond what anybody could have imagined. And I think that Every single day, we don't necessarily think we accomplished anything, but if you look back over the thir- the past thirty six years, it's it's just it, it, there. There really aren't words to say the amount uh, that you've been able to do, that you've been able to grow this um, this vision. You know, from uh, you know from sitting around the the Shabbos table to to broadcasting to, to to hundreds of thousands of people all the time. I think people people have to. Radio is always in the background, and and people really just have to think twice. You know, they, people, the people, the listeners are accustomed to turning it on and being there. You know, magically, how, how did it get there? There's so a lot of work that goes behind there, and a lot of thought that goes behind there, and um, it requires vision and effort and i think that this is a great way for us to for the listeners and everybody to say not only thank you to you but to acknowledge what the mission is and to take part in the mission and that's what we're asking people to do if we you know if we are really we can all disagree on a lot of things you know i i just there is no way in my in my and your vision of 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 what God wants of us, right? There's no way that anybody can say, I know you disagree with me, um, but but don't protest me in public, right? <laughs> Let's just at least start acting that we're friends, because ultimately, if we can all act and be civil with each other, there's so much that we could do together. So I really encourage everybody, whatever your level of, of observance is, whatever your level of, um, of, of interest in Nahum and the network is, just... You know, like Igal said, it's we're $36 a person, $36 a listener, $36 to somebody who had an impact, you know, who, who has been impacted by whether it's the music or the DeVray Torah or the just being exposed to things. Yeah, I just as one silly example, you know, we talk about people comment, well, how could you be playing music during SPHIRA? right? So, I mean, we haven't had this conversation in 25 years probably, but the idea was – that we're going to play slower music or during the three weeks, we're going to play a cappella music. If you, if you know that there's an issue or if you, you think that there's an issue with listening to music, you're not going to listen, right? And if you think there's no issue with listening to music, you are going to listen. But if you have no idea, right, that there is anybody would think, oh, there might be an issue of listening to music during the three weeks, we're playing music that's different enough that you're going to say, hey, how come they're playing that music? Hey, I might learn something from that. It's like such a little thing that – I mean years of thought went into that conversation about how could we mark the 3 weeks on a what is primarily a music program but yet still you know make it feel like it's the 3 weeks so it's just an example of how do we unify everybody how much thought goes into every little thing to say Let's make sure at least that we're not unifying everybody when we try to do something like that. Well
1: said, Mark Zamek. Mark Zamek, Egal Siegel, a Monday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, Torah of Unity.org. It's been announced. I am humbled by the announcement, but I'm also excited and enthusiastic for the reasons I have said as we commemorate 36 years coming up. This uh, era of Rosh Hashanah, this coming era of Rosh Hashanah, will be 36 years here at JM. In the AM, and I do want to use the opportunity, uh, Mark rightfully um, uh, separated a very, very, or acknowledged, I should say, a very, very important group, and that is those who have been here since day one, and uh, that group is incredible and amazing, and uh, the people in that group that Mark acknowledged, I uh, I also salute and thank for being the backbone of our uh of our, um, our start and our growth over all these decades. And then the other group that uh, has to be acknowledged, people like uh, Miriam Wallach and Yigal Siegel and Avrami Finkelstein and ZK and everybody else who's come along over the last few years, obviously Yoni Pollack and, uh, and uh, network members who are hosts of shows and doing so much work behind the scenes. Every one of them has to be acknowledged because – more and more and more people over the years have become part of this effort, and every one of them brings a unique perspective and a unique ability to everything we do. So thank you. As, as we do this, as we um, acknowledge this, uh, this wonderful project, we get to acknowledge all the great people that have made all of this possible.
11: Yeah, I just want to say, uh, just to wear my brother hat for a second, I think that uh, one, of the, uh, one of the aspects of this, as Mark said, the fact that you have, Nahum, that you've had uh, a staff that's, that has been with you for so many years, and, and, and like Mark said at the beginning, to the fact that you've been able to sit in this chair for 36 years, which is unbelievable, was a tremendous source of pride, I know, to your parents. Um, the fact that you were uh, always there, now, it's the, the, the day-to-day, not just the Paris's, not just the Venice's, not just Houston, not just all the different places you've done. Know how many countless of times you went to Israel, but... You're here every single day, every single day you're here broadcasting, you're telling people about community events, you're telling people about Jewish events, you're telling people about what what it is to to, to what it means to you to be Jewish, what it means to all of us to be Jewish. And I think that's uh it was a tremendous uh source of pride to to us as a family. It is a, a tremendous source of pride that you've been dedicated to the Jewish community for so long. And that day in day out you come in here to do this job and to inform the Jewish community about so many different things and entertain the Jewish community with Jewish music, etc. It just uh, it's something which you know I as your brother, I'm extremely proud of it. and uh, the fact that you have friends like Mark Zamek and Mattis Weingast and, and Mayor Ferdig and, and Mayor Weingarten and Robert Katz and I don't want to forget anybody. I hope I didn't, but uh, just uh, it's it's an amazing thing that <clears throat> that they've been with you for so long and they have uh, taken a tremendous amount of pride. Uh, in, in what you do and have uh, been so involved for so long. And I know that's something that's, uh, that's very, very uh, important to you and uh, it's very significant to, in terms of this project. I think also that uh, people should realize that there is a mitzvah in the Torah to write a Torah scroll. Everyone, it says that you should write a Torah scroll. And the way that we fulfill that mitzvah, those of us who are not trained to do it or don't have the ability to do it, uh, is by participating in a project like this. And every, every letter that's written makes the Torah scroll kosher. If, it, if it's missing one letter, the Torah scroll is not valid. You can't use it. So every letter that you dedicate, every letter that you participate in is something that creates an entire Torah scroll. And that's really what, uh, that's what you do on a daily basis here, that you create a, a community here just by speaking on the air
1: for the last 36 years. I thank you for that. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at on the NachumSigl Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I want to toss Randy Wartelski into the list of backup uh, hosts and people who have been involved, uh, and, and I'm sure there are others that I'm forgetting, but, um, but uh, I, I thank everybody, of course, and you. I mean, imagine a brother with all the different things you've done over the last 20 years, one constant, consistent thing that you've done is uh, remained our chief of staff, which is a pretty pretty big accomplishment, frankly. <laughs> a relative of mine deciding to work together side by side for all these years. So. Well, it's only
11: because Miriam is here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, Miriam Wallace. Without that buffer, it wouldn't work, huh? <laughs> um, so I thank you for that, and um, I, I thank you for the big announcement. It's uh, Tower of Unity. Torah of Unity.org, and uh, this project, like I said, in addition to helping us move forward as a network and as an entity, and as something that the Jewish world can t- can continue to take great pride in, uh, this uh, will also allow us the opportunity to bring the concept of a Torah scroll to different communities around the U.S. and Canada. We hope, uh, depending on the reaction, uh, we're hoping that there will be um, opportunities to uh, to meet more and more people in different cities. Um, very similar to what we did most recently down in Atlanta when we had the opportunity to interview people from from a number of southern cities in the United States. And we want to see that concept grow and grow. And uh, we'll have an opportunity, hopefully, to educate people not only about the writing of a Torah, but hopefully we'll have an opportunity to educate people about Jewish unity as well. Give, Give people a background of what we've done over all these years and that every single person who's involved in anything has an opportunity to to try and reach out and and unify Jews and members of the community uh, no matter what they are doing um, so we'll have hopefully have an opportunity to do that as well and uh, we're looking forward to great success with this we have i don't think you've put a time limit on this so we're not under any massive pressure or we're telling people this has to be done in a week we'd rather this uh, frankly continue for a while so we can get the opportunity right. to go to different places and and fit in as many things under this umbrella of Jewish unity as possible. Correct. So uh, keep that in mind as well. And uh, and what else did I want to mention? And the in terms of where the Torah is going to go, <laughs> that's something that uh, I think is a wonderful debate to have because in a lot of cases it's obvious where a Torah should go. Uh, you dedicated Torah to somebody; it should go to their yeshiva. It should go to their shul. In some cases, we've seen it go to the Israeli army or. Fittingly to the Kotel, depending on who the person is. Right. In this case, it seems all of those are in play. And when right. you think about it, almost every small Jewish community in the United States is in play as well, uh, not just Israel. So many, many different options are and possible. And that's
11: because of you. That's, that's exactly the reason why it's a debate, because of Nahum Segal.
1: I think that's the most fun part of this.
11: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we solicit any ideas.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. I wonder that. Maybe yeah. there's something we're not thinking of. That's true. Because it's basically been two general categories Israel related or small community, you know, upstart related or startup related.
11: And people feel free to email me, yigal.nahumsegal.com, yigal. If you want to ask me uh, any questions or you want to give us any advice as to where this Torah should go, I'd love to hear from you.
1: That's still a uh, valid email address? Of course. Just checking. I'm just the making, chief of staff, are Just making <laughs> just making sure.
10: Uh Mark Zamek? Yes, I have something and I can't believe I didn't think a bit about this when we met on uh Thursday, but I think you might have to reorganize the uh the webpage a little bit. There's a Gemara in Yerushalmi, and I don't have it in front of me. Um so I'm not going to remember which Tana, which Rabbi said which, which I, am you know, uh but there is a discussion of what is the most important Pasuk in the Torah. Mm. And the first position is, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Achad. Right? The, 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 the centrality of God in our life. The second position is, kamocha. Mm. We should all love our neighbor the way we love ourselves. Right. And interestingly, the third and final position, which everybody ultimately agrees agrees to, is a pasuk that many of our listeners may, may not have heard of: "Ezakhevasecha Every morning we bring uh, um, uh, uh, the the carbon in the morning, and then we bring the carbon Tamad in the afternoon. Every single day, twice a day, these sacrifices are brought. Come rain or come shine, come rain, you know, come snow or sleet. These carbonos are bought, and the Gemara says that the most important thing, of uh, the most important pusuk of the Torah, is to remind us that every single day it's there, and you have to go through these exercises every single day. And I think what's interesting about this project is that this Torah project, and your and your and your centrality of the show, and the, you know what the show has done, hits equally on every single in each of those three Psukim not only Shema Yisrael, you're not only understanding that God is the cent- central part of our existence, you're not only, you know, acknowledging we need to be unified with everybody else, but every single day it needs to happen.
1: Wow. Very, Very nice. nice. And we try, we try every day, we try to talk about the the uh the oneness of the one above we try to talk about caring one for another and and people have made two very interesting comments on that by the way to me recently not not that I'm pitching right now but I just think it's important to to mention one person said and in fact we mentioned their name earlier in the show one person said they are they are considering Leaving the business world and going into the world of chesed because of all the causes they hear on this show. And That's they right. feel like, my God, there's so many opportunities out there to do so many wonderful good things. And the other person was, I was at the YU event where I had the honor of inducting David Kufeld into the Yeshiva University Athletic Hall of Fame. And someone came over to me and said, I'm st- I-, I can't listen to your show anymore. And I said, Why? is it because every day there's two or three causes that cost me money because every time, whether it's an Israel cause or something locally here, I feel I have to support it because you're highlighting it and describing why it's so important to support. So I have to stop listening to this show. And thank God that person has not stopped listening based on the latest report <laughs> I have. So I think that that's uh, you know also, as you said. And then the third thing, yeah, uh, people ask me, what's the secret to the success of this show? And I always say one thing, even though you could cite a million different things, including a lot of stuff we said this morning, I always say one thing. It's because it's live every single day, right. and everyone knows that it's there every single day with up-to-the-minute information because it is live, and that is the most important element. And by the way, I think on the bottom of the website it says 10,000 shows. That's not an exaggeration. We're over 10,000. If right. you if you look at all the stuff we've done on a daily basis between JM and them and my other programming – so it's over ten thousand shows, and I think that's an unbelievable. Uh, they talk about ten thousand hours, right? When it comes to expertise, they talk about ten thousand hours. Imagine ten thousand radio shows, ten thousand plus radio shows. So that also reiterates how this has happened every single day, constantly, day after day after day.
11: I just want to uh, I, I want to encourage uh, everyone to to uh, to visit the website TorahUnited.org. I want to thank Hi Fishman and her staff at the Brand Right Marketing Group for their great work on the website. And I also want to thank our good friend Hanania Kramer from Colron Multimedia, who who did a uh, great job on our first video that we have here on the website. And uh, we will be letting you know about other uh, videos that are going to be coming up over the next uh, several months as we do with this project. But I really, really encourage everyone to take a look at this video because I know Nahum really wants everyone (laughs) to, to watch this video and to comment, if possible, on... What they hear from uh, from September nineteen eighty three. I'm just I'm not gonna give away exactly wow. what's happening,
1: but uh September nineteen eighty three and the video is on the homepage.
11: It's on the homepage. All right. And uh and I, I encourage everyone to take part in this. I think it's uh it's very appropriate to honor Nachum Siegel with this uh Torah of Unity.
1: All right, Mark, thank you very anything you wanna add, Mark, and thank
10: you. No, we're all good. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Right. Thank I you, I appreciate Mark. it and thank you so much, Mark Zomek, of course. And the Yigal Siegel, who many of you are wondering, why is he in the studio next to me if normally he's in Jerusalem? Uh, that's because he's visiting the United States right now for another day or two, part of it for this reason, for the thing we discussed this morning. Mm-hmm. And I have a message for you. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> you are generally found every Shabbat in Jerusalem at a synagogue affectionately known as the Red Door.
11: Well, until they painted it, but so, we will get into that right now.
1: <laughs> I am at a Kiddush this past Shabbos, oh, and yeah. someone walks up to me <laughs> And says, what happened? <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? He says, I, I tried to go to the red door. <laughs> I didn't know where to go. They painted the door. It's now
11: officially the bronze door. But uh, nope, nope. I had
1: nothing to do with and it. And nobody's happy about it, by the no way. No one is happy. About nobody's it. Except happy. Except the guy who painted it bronze. <laughs> All right. So, Nisiyah and thank you for everything. Thank you, now. And we will see you next, Bezrat Hashem, in Jerusalem. And then you'll be back here, Bezrat Hashem, to celebrate our big simcha. Uh, coming up as well. So lots going on, Baruch Hashem, and lots to celebrate. And I thank uh, Mark, I thank Eagle. A very, very uh, emotional, frankly, may not sound it, but trust me, it is an emotional Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. 10 minutes after 8 o'clock, plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. I'm David with a song that uh, best exemplifies our Torah. It's Chaim He. Look up the words in the translation, folks. You'll see what exactly what I mean. And Yigal Siegel, I have a message for you and for Mark Zamek. Is your microphone on? There you I don't go. I know. Is it? <laughs> um, this comes from listener Mendy. Uh-huh. Listener Mendy says, The difference between unite and untie is where you put the I. So he wanted you to know that uh after our discussion. Mandy, very good. Very good. Yeah, after our discussion this Thank morning. Thank you. Very nice. Monday morning broadcast, JM and the speaking of Torah mazal tov to those who are completing Maseches Bechoros and Daf Yomi one page per day uh Talmud study and uh and good luck hatzlaharabaz you start uh Maseches tomorrow. Uh those who are studying uh, Daf Yomi. Um A reminder that we have a full schedule here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show coming up at 9 o'clock. After further review with Yoni Pollock, he'll go through all the sports news, including the uh, NBA playoffs, etc., coming up at 10 o'clock. Then at 11 o'clock, Jake Novak with Novak Now here at uh, JM in the AM. Or I should say after JM in the AM here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, Well, our wonderful friend, uh, Cantor Joel Kaplan, is with us live via telephone. Tomorrow night, another amazing cantorial concert at Congregation Beth Shulam in the Five Towns. Uh, I don't even know if there's seats available still, by the way, folks. We'll find out in a second from Joel. But this is always a sold-out, monstrous event when it comes to cantorial music. Um, And we'll get the details from Cantor Joel Kaplan here on a Monday morning. Uh, Cantor Kaplan, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning to you. 17 consecutive years. Is it possible that Beth Shalom has hosted a cantorial concert for that many years already?
12: Actually, for for many more years, but it's 17 years in memory of my predecessor, Hazem Osher Erlich, mm. Shalom. So
1: the concert's it's, done in his memory.
12: Yes. Now it's being done in his memory. And... It's so appropriate that I started my my own uh, mini chazonist career in in with with you. That's uh, right. I'm not going to say how many years ago.
1: No. <laughs> and what you mean is that you were the uh, Chazon, yes. uh, at my uh, father's synagogue in South Orange, New Jersey. Yes. After yes. the after the Newark days, and I'm sure you uh, you look back fondly on that experience. Very much so. Very very much, very so. much so. Yeah. Some people might think it was intimidating being a chazan for my father, who was the rabbi. Some might say that. What did I know at that age? <laughs> Very good. <Yeah. laughs> he was quite
12: a rabbinic figure. So. Yes, he was. I rem- I remember the one, you know, the mistake I made, which we, we, <laughs> we, we joked about. Out. Yeah, <laughs> which is that that, uh, Kol Nidre night after Kol I was putting they were putting back the Sifrei Torah, and mm. I launched into Baruchu. Right. And I remember your father's uh, voice <laughs> saying. Chazen, we will now have a speech, and I stopped in my tracks, and then after his drush, he said, we will now continue the davening, as the Chazen is anxious to continue. (laughs) So that mistake I never made again.
1: And I, by the way, I wasn't—I wasn't going wasn't to bring this up. You, I'm glad you did, though. Frankly, yes, yes, <laughs> a, a great memory. And those of you who wonder how a mistake can be a memory, it can be. It was—it <laughs> was, it was very heartwarming. All right. So tomorrow night, you've invited back Kenter Yitzchak Mayer. Health God. still number yes. one in the world, in your opinion? Still number I would, one? I would
12: think not just my opinion. I think so. I mean, his a magnificent voice, and um, and he's made a lot of people uh, very much aware of Chazanis, but. I, w- I want to say something about the concert in general. It does sure. say it 's our fault. we does, it does say cantorial concert, right. and that 's very much true. But I would say that most of the concert is not probably a classic Hazonist pieces. There may be four or five, and they're the top quality uh from Hazen Helfgott and and hassan Muller um, but uh the rest of the concert is more contemporary type of uh, selections, the Yiddish, something that's not even, and as a surprise, that's not even um, a, a Jewish selection, so to speak. Ooh. Um, have uh, some duets with uh, Hazan Mullah from the West Side Institutional Synagogue and right. Hill Friedman, um, and, and then we have the choir, and then, as my mother would say, um, my son, Joel Kaplan.
1: <laughs> She'd make sure to emphasize that, huh?
12: Yes, she reads, you see, the poster is <laughs> Chazen got on the left, right. Chazen Muller in the middle, and I'm on the right, and she says we read from <laughs> right. Jewish, we read from
1: right to left. I yeah. got it. All right, so the big cantorial, and by the way, uh, when you just said that it's not really cantorial, but it, you know it's like half cantorial and, and, and yes, other material, yes, those yes. who love Israel, you always have an amazing segment that people will enjoy about oh, Israel, yeah. right? Yes, so, we pe- do. People should yeah. keep that in mind also. Sure.
12: Yeah, I don't want to give it away, but the last piece is Ovinu Shabbat Shemayim
1: Ooh. Um,
12: with Chazen Helfgott on the choir, and that's a um, that brings the house down, so to speak. Yeah. I
1: can only imagine. Cantor uh, mm-hmm. Joel Kaplan's with us tomorrow night. Uh, in memory of Cantor Moshe Ehrlich, they'll gather at 745 at Congregation Beth Shalom on Washington Avenue in Broadway in Lawrence. Chazen Yitzchak Meir Helfgott, Chazen Zevi Muller, Chazen Joel Kaplan will all be part of it. Uh, the choir is, remind us, who's the choir?
12: The choir is a local talent, and they've been molded uh, over a period of months and months by um, maestro Eric Freeman, cool. uh, and they, they sound fantastic. It's a regular, it's, it's a quality of a professional choir. They work very hard, and he's very strict with them, to, to the, and it, it comes out, and it's, they're really terrific.
1: And it says and, here featuring Hillel Friedman. Is that a young cantor?
12: Yeah, Hillel Friedman is someone who was born and bred in Beth Shalom. Uh-huh. And he is a professional musician and vocalist. He's he's regularly sings regularly with the Zevi Muller, and he also sings regularly with the Hampton synagogue Choir. Nice, familiar with. Um, he led the Princeton a cappella group at the White House Hanukkah party one year, and he sang with An- Andrea Bocelli. Wow, Andrea Bocelli. So he's he's fantastic, and uh, it's really a top level um, concert. And and besides it being a top level musical concert. We have a fantastic collation that everyone's invited to. Uh, prestige Caterers, and it's a great dessert reception afterwards. Uh, and you could mingle with the, uh, with the stars, so to speak, and enjoy um, and uh, thank our, our sponsors, uh, Lyndon Ben Brothman, uh sponsoring in memory of his parents, Solomon and Rose Braffman and Dr. Sherry and Joel Weiner in memory of their parents, Coleman and Jean Stoyer, and Paul and Rose Weiner. Um, Alan Bankwalter, you probably know, is the concert sure. chair, and Bernie Fuchs is the co chair. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful evening uh, now, all around.
1: Now, go back to what I said when I introduced you. Uh, normally, this is sold out. Can someone still get tickets for tomorrow night? So there are probably a few tickets left,
12: um, and they could call. Uh, when we're able to send it out, we'll, we'll leave it for them at the door. They right. could call the shul at 516 569. 3600 Extension 21. Or for those who would like to go on the web, it could go to uh, org That's all one word, org And they could get their uh, tickets there. And I promise you, as we've had in so many, many years, uh, a fantastic uh, high level uh, concert. Um, and there's plenty of parking. Um, and I think that they really. Will enjoy the. Oh, and also uh, Danny Gildar is the accompanist.
9: Uh-huh.
12: Uh, he's been doing this for over forty years in Beth
1: Shalom. Amazing! You, know, yeah. you got you got all the top names. Simple as that. Congregation Beth Shalom tomorrow night, everybody. Uh, it starts at seven forty-five. Hasan Helfgott, Hasan Muller, Chazan Kaplan. It'll feature Hillel Friedman, Eric Friedman, and his choir. Uh, Daniel Gildar, as you heard, a wonderful collation. Uh, to the Broffman and Wiener families, uh, a big thank you for both the performances and the collation. They are the co sponsors of the event. Uh, go to BethShalomLawrence.org, BethShalomLawrence.org, or dial 516 569 3600 extension 21. 516 569 3600 extension 21. It's all happening tomorrow night in Lawrence, New York. Chazen Joel Kaplan, thank you for keeping us up to date on this important event. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. A pleasure. And we're going to wrap up by listening to Chazen Yitzchak meir Helfgott. This is JM in the AM. Actually, we should play a piece that does feature Chazen Helfgott. There we go. Here it is at JM in the AM. (laughs)
0: No shame to appear. The Hit the red, hit Gaber, that's your baita. Lol Chapesma Ko mache. Digia's Histano, come with his waspita, Hanot of Shalarede, Viswa Kevet, Kasara, that's Runoda. Kohle Sham a shamayim I'm not going to be Sor en Kashmir se rocin la a Okay, I'm not going to die, because it's <laughs> the God's <laughs> heart. I'm coming, I don't see the end, I believe it I'm not the name, because it's <laughs> the name of God. i Day, and I let things play out in a godly way My little human eyes just don't get the picture here And I got no reason to fear I got no reason to fear I call these.
1: Tomorrow, he's in our studio here at JM in the AM. Mordecai Shapiro. Tomorrow, he visits us here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to that visit. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, Eastern Time. It's Mordecai Shapiro here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. We're calling it a new music alert Tuesday here at JM in the AM. How do you like that? Uh, Before that, you heard the... um, uh, Yoni Z selection, Mana Se. Now that we're saying Tachanin again, figured I'd play that one. Uh, Medley C off of Project Relax Israeli edition at Liner And Ch- Chazen Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott, his Mizmarla David that we did after the conversation about the big concert in uh, Beth Shalom of Lawrence. That's happening uh, tomorrow night. Mayor Weingarten is with us live via telephone. We're just a uh, quarter of an hour away. From the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. And uh, we ask you to not only listen to the Israel Show, but make sure to like the Israel Show Facebook page. Go to Facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Mayor Weingarten, welcome back to JM and the AM.
13: (laughs) Toda Rabah Segal. Manishma. Baruch Hashem.
1: Baruch Hashem. What can I tell you? Crazy world we're in. Oh, yes. You heard all my election theories? Not yet. Oh, I've got a lot of theories.
13: Okay. Yeah, well, hit me with one. I don't
1: care. Uh, here's one of them. Um, people are so uninterested over the summer about what's going on in Israeli politics that they're going to wake up on Labor Day or whenever you know the school year starts in Israel, and all of a sudden they're going to realize that two weeks later they have an election, and that's not going to be good for the incumbents, in my opinion. It'll keep. It'll, that's an interesting theory, it'll, and it'll, I, I don't think it's so crazy. It'll keep. Know. It'll keep voter turnout down.
13: I think voter turnout is going to be down plus people are sick of it
1: plus i think people are are getting tired of the uh, magic as the media calls it of benjamin netanyahu his political magic i think they're getting a little tired of that that's theory number 2 and i had a third theory what was it i mentioned this friday the third theory was that i think there's just a general disdain uh for the second election of this year and people will you know instead of being in the i don't know what are we at now 70s or 80s percent of uh, voter turnout in israel it's going to be much a little, lower a
13: little lower than that but um, I, I, as I've mentioned in the past, I've decided to stop trying to prognosticate or to, to uh, right. predict in the future. And but but um, I agree with you that I, I would say that currently people are fed up with the whole system. They they're shocked at the fact that 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 this happened. That the Knesset committed suicide. Mass suicide actually. It was like oh, yeah. the
10: Sada.
13: um Right. Um, it's mass suicide of 120 people who who, just, I mean, how bad could it be that you can't get your act together amongst all these different uh, parties? And, um, yeah, I think people are getting uh, a little tired. I, I think people know that if not for Netanyahu, um, there would be now a government. You know, if somebody else would be good, oh, they would have sure. gotten together with Cahol Avant, and sure. that would be the end of it.
1: All right. Um, what's the uh, what's the story on Har Habayit? How are things uh, now that the Yom Yerushalayim and Shavuot have uh, been completed? Uh, what's doing on the Temple Mount?
13: Yes, unfortunately, uh, the situation on Temple Mount uh, continues to go the wrong way. The on one hand, you have um, more and more Jews who be uh, kedusha and according to the Allah, go uh, to uh, make aliyah to Har Habayit, but uh, unfortunately. Another mosque, this is the fourth mosque that is being uh, built or consecrated or whatever you want to call it on Har Abayit, is now taking shape. We started seeing about it a few weeks ago in what's called Shahar Achamim, And um, the um, organization, Rigavim is doing a great job, and they actually called the government to court to explain why they are not abiding by their own decision of shutting down the, um, the mosque that the uh, <laughs> Muslims are um, creating. They're just creating a mosque out of an open area. Any open area that's there, uh, they're creating a mosque. And uh, the government didn't have any good answers. So we'll talk about that. It's a very when, – when, when Harabayit v'Adenu was – those words were uttered. There was one mosque on uh, the Temple Mount, which was uh, over 1,000 years old. The locked mosque. Dumb rock is not a mosque. Uh, today, there are four.
1: Wow. That I didn't realize. Yeah. So, you You'll, know. You're going to be discussing this issue prominently yes. in, uh, in yes. during your broadcast of the Israel show. Plus, Israeli musicians continue to increase unity amongst Jews in Israel. Three who have made important contributions recently are Omer Adam, Yonatan Razel, and Aviatar Banai. You've always highlighted this topic. Will you be playing any of their songs?
13: Yes. Three new songs, three new songs, each one of them has a beautiful story <clears throat> that goes with it, and um, yet another example of what I've been saying, like you mentioned. Um, and it also, uh, for example, one of the songs that Yonatan uh, Razel uh, composed, uh, to the words of uh, Sephardic Rav, <clears throat> it seems to be a very popular song among Sephardic Jews. I never heard of it until yesterday, when uh, I saw Yonatan Razel's new song. So, you know, it opens up the uh, the, the pathways between not only Chilonim uh, and Datiim, but Tzharadim and Ashkenazim. It's a beautiful thing, and it's a really cool song. And Aviatar um writes an a, a autobiographical song about his family, uh, which is very interesting. And uh, Omar Adam writes a song called Yom HaShishi, the refrain of which is Yom HaShishi Vayechul HaShemayim V'Ratz V'Chol and uh, as you may remember, he, does not, he is not necessarily orthodox in, in the way we view it, but he does not perform on Shabbat ever, and he gave up a lot of money and a lot of fame refusing to perform at the Eurovision.
1: Wow, amazing.
13: So uh, his, his, one of his latest songs, this Yomashishi, is also very... Uh, very interesting. So it, uh, it, that's what we'll feature.
1: It's all coming up on the Israel show. Make sure to like the Israel show Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Israel Show. Make sure to stay tuned in. Mayor's on between nine and ten right after JM and the AM. So Darabamar Weingarten.
13: So Darabhavid Drieshat Shalom.
1: Drishat Shalom is right. More coming up. It's JM and the AM.
0: Ich you know, da ich konn lachen, sei also, du im Rahu Kopf, gib es im Rahse, you know, wish will to wander, boys, I'm not going to be Taleh avar shor bo'aret mi befenim, shama.
1: Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world the web, and on the web at com, on the MalcolmSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Monday here at JM and the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow we're back. And tomorrow, Mordechai Shapiro in studio for a new music alert Tuesday Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Monday! Till tomorrow, Malcolm Single reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.